Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Monday, October 1st, 2007. And on today's show, we continue with the reviews of the new TV season, at least the new shows. We're going to talk a little bit about ratings. How are the shows doing? Do they really deserve to continue doing? And also talk some box office. And actually, I'm going to start off with the box office stuff because I feel like I haven't talked movies in a while. And I feel like the movies are sad because of that. So, um, looking at the top five at this week's box office, um, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing the top ten. Oh, I live on the edge. Uh, so, number ten, Across the Universe, pulled in 2.05 million to bring the total take to 5.51 million. I'm not sure what the budget ended up being on this, and I haven't really checked out any reviews of it. I, I'm iffy on it, and I'm like the hugest Beatles fan there is, and... Yeah, I mean, I, I should be an easy mark for them, but there you have it. Um, but as I say, I haven't heard anything about it, and I think, generally speaking, the only thing worse than uh, being talked about uh, badly is not being talked about at all. I don't know. Number nine, Sidney White, Amanda Bynes, um, in a typical Amanda Bynes fluffy movie, uh, $2.65 million, bringing the total gross to $8.5 mil. Uh, at number eight, uh, David Cronenberg's Eastern Promises, uh, 2.89 mil, uh, bringing it to a total of 11.2 million. At number seven, Mr. Woodcock. <laughs> Sorry, I just giggle every time I hear the name. Um, and I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, everywhere I went in LA uh, when we were there uh, last month, it was, you know, Woodcock everywhere. And yeah, there's a there's a disturbing image right there. Uh, bringing in three million, bringing the total gross to 19.6 million. At number six, The Brave One uh, with Jodie Foster, 3.69 mil, bringing the total take to 30.8 million. At number five, 310 to Yuma, uh, the remake of the uh, classic Western, 4.16 million, bringing the total to 43.9 million. Not bad for a Western, huh? Uh, number four, Good Luck Chuck, 6.3 million, uh, bringing the total take to 23.6 million. And I gotta say, and I'm sure, I'm sure I've said it before, but you know, when I look at it, usually they put the funniest moments in the trailer. And if those moments in the trailer for this movie were the funniest they've got, I can't believe it's made 23.6 mil. And well, you know, Jessica Alba's in it. Maybe that's what it is. All uh, right, uh, number three, Resident Evil: Extinction, eight million dollars, bringing the total take to 36.8 mil. At number two, uh, new release this week, The Kingdom, uh, 17.7 million uh, total. And uh, this is the one I, I'm, I'm quite interested in. Uh, I, I, I totally dig on the Peter Berg movies. Uh, guy hasn't steered me wrong yet. Uh, you know, everything from Very Bad Things to The Rundown to uh, Friday Night Lights. You know, everything's a little bit different. And, uh, and so I'm excited to check this one out. And at number one, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, comes in at $22.7 million with The Game Plan. Wow. Uh, there's actually been talk about uh, The Rock playing um, in the Shazam movie. Um, and, and there's even been some talk about him playing both roles as Captain Marvel and as Black Adam. I can totally see him as Black Adam. And I think part of that comes, uh, you know, kind of stems out of, uh, of the Scorpion King. But he's got the right look for it, too. So, uh I'll have to see how that all comes out. Uh, it's kind of weird having him play both roles, so I'm not sure what that's all about. All right, so let's talk about some of the... Uh, let's see, what season premieres... Uh, what's what, not season premieres necessarily, but what series premieres uh, were on over the last few days. Really, the only one that was a new show uh, was on Friday, and that was Moonlight. And I'll get to that in just a second. 
um, Las Vegas side season premiere, uh, as did Ghost Whisperer numbers. And I will get into uh, into ratings for uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of last week. Um, the Dexter season premiere was last night. Haven't seen it yet. Just can't wait. Love that show. Um, and tonight, of course, Aliens in America premieres on the CW. And then tomorrow, we're all waiting for it. Cavemen and Carpoolers. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, Moonlight. <clears throat> okay. Uh, how to say this uh, without, you know, it's seeming like I'm, uh, you know, too much with the hyperbole and, uh, and being overly melodramatic. I just got to say, this was perhaps the worst hour of television I have watched in years. And I saw some of the first season of Big Brother. So I know from bad TV, but this was just awful. Um, you start out. Um, let's let's start by by talking about the the production value. It just it looks really cheap. It looks really cheaply done. Um, you know, it's got that that really sort of home video look to it, um, and and not in a stylistic choice like say uh, Blair Witch Project or something like that. No, it, it looks like someone took a digital still camera, popped it on a tripod, and used the video function from that to to film this thing. It's just awful. Um, but if that were the worst part of it, I could live with it. No, no, the acting, wow. Just wow. Uh, the lead is played by uh, Alex O'Loughlin, who you may remember played Dracula in a season 7 episode of Buffy. So he's got the vampire pedigree thing going on, right? Um, he's a vampire private detective who basically uh, helps this uh, re- news reporter. She's, she's like works for an internet uh, news station kind of thing. And uh, he's, he's helping her out with these cases. And it turns out that there is sort of a longstanding connection between them. The actress that plays her, and I'm not going to get into her name because, one, I can't remember it, and two, all I'm going to be saying is just how awful she is. The thing that really got to me is, is I mean, the performances are so hammy in, the, in this whole show. I mean, more, you know, you expect a bit of that in a genre show. You expect sort of a little over-the-top acting, but this is just bad, and I don't, I wouldn't call it over-the-top. I would say, it, you know, it's it's under the bottom. Um this this role was actually recast, so I can only imagine how awful uh, Shannon Lucio, who we remember from the OC, uh, playing uh, Caleb's long lost daughter, uh, how bad she must have been. And and they said, you know, if if they recast it because there was no chemistry between her, and this is what they got. All I can imagine is, you know, David uh, Greenwald left the show uh, citing health reasons for his reason for leaving. And I wonder if it's because he saw the pilot and it just made him sick. It's it's just bad. The best actor in the whole thing is Jason Doring, uh, Logan Eccles from Veronica Mars. And there are other Veronica Mars shout-outs. Uh, you know, the, the, the main uh, school in the area is Hearst College. Uh, but, yeah, Jason Doring is the best actor in the bunch. And, and his role is, is so cliched. And it's such a... Um, it, it, gets, it just gets old and annoying very quickly. And so... Uh, just a mess, an absolute mess. But we'll probably do well uh, in that spot because let's face it, they have, uh, you know, they have that ghost, uh, ghost whisperer lead in, and that show has inexplicably lasted for three seasons. So, so who knows? But you know, if you're a fan of shows like Angel, if you're a fan of things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and you're thinking Moonlight, that's totally in my wheelhouse. No, you're used to good vampire dramas, and this is not one of them. So that's my uh, my, my little bit uh, about uh, about Moonlight, and 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 I've been even on the shows that I haven't liked. I've been you know 
fairly easy on them. That's how bad this is. It's all relative. Um, and, and it's just that bad. So uh, talking ratings. On Wednesday, ABC, not surprisingly, uh, won Wednesday. Um, they had some, uh, they had, you know, they had some uh, good fire going. You know, first of all, they had uh, Dancing with the Stars, which dominated the 8 p.m. hour. Then at nine, they had uh, Private Practice, and uh, you know, Private Practice is the uh, the spinoff from uh, Grey's Anatomy, and it debuted uh, with a 9.7 uh, and a 15 share. Not bad. So it's the most watched series premiere thus far this season. And not really surprising. I mean, it's coming off, an, it's a spinoff of a number one show. And I think a lot of people are just, you know, I got to see what this is all about. And uh, as I said, not the strongest, uh, not the strongest episode, but we'll, we'll see sort of where it goes. Um, also looking at it that night was, uh, in that time slot, was The Bionic Woman uh, for, on NBC. And that earned an 8.4 and a 13 share and was the night's top show in the 18 to 49 demo, which always bodes well. Um, and then uh, following that, you had uh, Criminal Minds um, with an 8.2 and a 13 and Kitchen Nightmares in fourth place. And uh, Gossip Girl fell off a bit from the pre- previous week's premiere with a 1.8 and a 3 share for the CW. Um, at 10 o'clock, it was CSI New York uh, scoring an 8.1 and a 13, uh, followed by Dirty Sexy Money with a 7.4 and a 12. Um, Eddie Sibrian just announced uh, to to be appearing in at least one episode, possibly more. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, he loses this reputation as a show killer. I know no one's really said he's a show killer. I'm saying it because when he showed up on... Uh, um, that show last year, you know, with the kidnapping, and it wasn't kidnapped. It was the uh, uh, vanished. Um, once he showed up on that, dead. Um, it all died out. Um, and in third place, uh, Life uh, on NBC with a 6.5 and 11 share, and led the hour in the 18 to 49 demo. They love that 18 to 49 demo. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Moving on to Thursday, the 27th. You had you had a couple of high profile shows going on here. You had uh, CSI's. Um, season premiere and it was a big cliffhanger at the end of last uh, season and then you had uh, the Grey's Anatomy debut but the CSI one it pulled in some big numbers so uh, um, for the night CBS averaged an 11.3 with an 18 share ABC had a 9.4 and a 15 share NBC trailing behind with a 5.7 and a 9 Fox with a 4.2 and a 7 share and the CW with 2.4 and a 4 share which actually isn't too bad for the for the CW so looking at eight, at the 8 p.m. hour, Survivor China, that's the big lead. Um, 8.4 and a 14 share. When it was followed in second place with Ugly Betty, which had a 7.4 and a 12 share. So that's 7.4. Uh, you know what? I, I actually, every now and then, I need to sort of define what these things mean. The 7.4 is 7.4 million viewers, and the 12 is the percentage of households that have the, their, their TV on um, that are watching that particular show. And it almost never adds up to 100. I'm just saying. Um, in third place, the hour-long season opener for My Name is Earl uh, pulled in a 5.3 and a 9 share. And Fox had Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, which actually beat up. Uh, beat up. <laughs> yes, it beat up. Those fifth graders, they, they got on top of Tom Welling and they beat the crap out of him. Uh, but the CW did get a, a 3.1 and a 5 share out of the season premiere of Smallville. <sighs> I remember when Smallville used to be kind of good. This is this was not good, Smallville. Um, but you know, to be fair, I've been kind of down on it for a while, so I'll leave it at that. Um, 
At 9 p.m., uh, CSI scored a 14.8 and a 22 share. And then uh, Grey's Anatomy had a 13 uh, rating with a 20 share, um, but had the night's best 18 to 49 rating. And what did I say about the 18 49 to 49 rating? That's what they want. They really want that. Uh, the Office hour-long premiere had a 5.4 and an 8. And, you know, some of these shows, when they extend them to an hour, it just doesn't work. And, uh, and, and this particular episode of The Office, and in a lot of the episodes of The Office, they don't really work when they get stretched out to an hour. I'm just saying. Um, and the CW actually just repeated the uh, the Reaper premiere, and it doesn't even say what they got for it, so hey, who knows. Uh, finally, at the end of the night, without a trace, moving back to its home on Thursday nights with a 10.9 and an 18 share, and, and a really solid episode, actually, as well. Uh, then ABC's Big Shots came in at a 7.8 and a 13 share, and the season premiere of ER had a 6.4 and 11 share. You know... I, I, as I've said many, many times, you know, ER, it gets kind of dicey because, I mean, it, it's had some solid, uh, solid years and, and uh, many would say, and I would be one of them, that those great years are kind of behind them. And uh, so I think to a certain degree, you know, one, one kind of hopes that they're going to be able to pull it out or shut it down. And uh, last season, creatively, was one of their strongest in, in probably about 10 years. So hoping that they'll be able to pull that off uh, again this season. Uh, hard hard to tell from the first episode because often they're just res- resolving sort of what happened at the end of last season. Uh, so it remains to be seen. But again, hopefully they'll be able to sort of pull it out and uh, and give us something great. Okay, quickly looking at Fridays. Um at 8 p.m., Ghost Whisperer was number one. Um, the ten hour, the ten or the nine o'clock hour, sorry, uh, Moonlight, much re- <laughs> sorry, CBS's much retooled vampire drama Moonlight, and I already told you what I thought about that. Uh, tied with the first half of the two-hour Las Vegas uh, with a 5.8 and 11 share. You know, not bad. It's probably going to stick around for a little while. Um, the one uh, the, the first cancellation has already been determined and that is Fox's uh, Nashville. Um, you know, it's already gone. So Fox just aired a repeat uh, of Kville, which only pulled in a 1.8 and a 3 share. So who could be dicey. I'm not sure what it did in its home its its home time slot. At uh, 10 o'clock, uh, numbers uh, tied with the second half of NBC's Las Vegas. Isn't that interesting? You know, basically, Las Vegas managed to t- at least tie. It managed to place. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, so that is the uh, the ratings sort of rundown over this uh, first week of new series. That's all the time we got for today. Comments as always are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail.com or you can head over to our website at poptopiapodcast.com, click on the forum link, join the forum, and join in all the fun talking about which shows you liked, which shows you didn't, which ones you think deserve the ratings. Have a great week.